are listening to Mind to Muscle. My name's Chantal. And I'm Meg. Whether you're tuning in from your bed, a walk on the treadmill, or your commute to work, we're so happy you're here. If you're back listening to us from our previous episode, or if it's your first time tuning into Mind to Muscle, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. But we made it to episode nine. That's crazy. Which is wild. That's crazy. Do you want to know what's so funny? Absolutely. Every time we announce what episode we're on, we're both like, that is so crazy. <laughs> oh, and I never get it right because it never feels like it should be that many episodes. I know. It's nuts that we're already on episode nine. It feels like we just came up with this idea like yesterday. What's even crazier, though, is that like they're uploaded every other week. So it's episode nine, but that means like 18 weeks we've been doing this. That's insane. That's disgusting. Know, Where is the time so going? <laughs> um, Just a forewarning, too. I'm getting through this like gross cold whatever the heck I'm going through so if I'm sniffling or like nasty coughing through this I'm so sorry we're gonna make this like a pretty quick little hello check-in tell everyone we love them little (laughs) reminders here and there but like it's not gonna be a long one just because Chantal and I are both like busy to the max lately I'm just like we're 100% we are together recording our podcast right now we have about like two hours to do it which is like that's nothing for us we usually need from start to finish I don't mean like to sit down and just talk for two hours that includes like the setup of everything and to not mention like or to mention sorry (laughs) (laughs) not to mention um we had serious technical issues starting this up this time serious technical issues never struggled this much Ever. And like oh. today is the day, well, not so much for Chantel, but I'm trying to squeeze in two plans tonight, which I don't ever do. I'm like a one plan a night kind of gal. Always. But Meg's popular. Uh, no, I'm not. <laughs> you are. Just, we just typically uh, record on a Friday night and things come up on Friday nights. Yeah. Man, I don't even know what day it is. I'm like, Friday, what? Mm-hmm. Anyways, that's crazy. Well, because you typically have Fridays off, but you I work know. today. Oh, yeah. I was so busy today. It's just nonstop been a crazy couple of weeks which is not what I was hoping to bring to the table because a couple like our last podcast we were talking about like you know it's not always sunshine and rainbows like here we are two weeks later still kind of experiencing the same feeling but that's life and it's busy in good ways and bad ways you've had a bit of a chaotic week this week I have this week has not been um good at all it's been like I was going to say ups and downs. I don't even think there's really been ups other than this today. There has been ups. That's that's very negative for me to say. Like, if I look at the little things, like I tell all of you to do, I need to. I need to do that. And tonight, I am so grateful. I'm just going to go home and, like, I think I'm just going to chill. I think the Leaf game's on. I'm going to watch that. I'm going to maybe do some journaling. And I'm really looking for a good summer read. So, yeah, I'm on the hunt. I'm, like, in a reading funk right now. I love books, if you guys don't know that. Love to read. So, I want, like, I've been seeing this book go viral on, like, TikTok and Instagram. Oh, my goodness. What's it called? I think Happy Place or something. And everyone's freaking out about it. And I am I just want to dive into it because I'm like, what's the t- yeah. Who is it by? Emily Griffin, I think, or Emily Henry or something. Oh, my gosh. I need Griffin to get my Henry. facts <laughs> straight before I talk about this. But um, yeah, I'm just going to take it easy tonight because it has been just like a really emotional, frantic week. Mm-hmm. But I just need to take it easy. So do you want to tell us about what made your week so hectic and emotional and draining? Sure. Um, 
Monday was great. There goes the giggle. I'm going to tell you guys oh Chantel's gosh, little thing. Okay, she go, giggles when she is uncomfortable. Not not uncomfortable. Like, she's not uncomfortable sitting here with me. Or but like, it's, it's like a giggle instead of crying. Exactly. It's like, so weird. It's like a, you are like, like laughing off maybe? your face. Masking. That's yeah. what it would be, I would think. And I don't think that's like a good thing. I think that's something I really need to work on. Truly, because I see a therapist too, and she is, you know how much I'm obsessed with her. I love her so much. And when I talk about things that are really, really hard for me, I laugh. Mm -hmm. And she literally said to me one time, I'm confused. Like, you're confusing me. You're talking about something so tragic, but you're laughing. And I'm like, what the hell's wrong with me? Like, this is a problem. I never noticed it until you told me your therapist had brought that up to you and that you laugh when you're talking about like uncomfortable or like painful, traumatic things. And now I notice it all, all the time. time. All know, the time. It's really weird. I right? mean, it's hard. It blends in because you're so bubbly and you're so full of energy that like you giggle all the time. Yeah. Yeah. But now I can really see that like before you go to talk about something that's a, a big deal and like uncomfortable or sad or whatever it is, you throw in a little giggle there. I know. It's so it's... not to get you so off track, but no, like no, no. now it's... you guys will see that. <laughs> yeah. Now you guys will be able to point it out. But um Monday. If I can even remember, I feel like it was great. Uh, I had a great busy day at work. It was awesome. Tuesday, I was like set up to have a great day. And my younger son, Logan, is sick. Surprise, (laughs) surprise. I don't know anyone listening that has children. Holy shit. They're always sick. (laughs) Like it's got to stop. It's really crazy. And if you have more than one child, it's like when one gets better, the other gets worse. And it's like, I I literally, I don't understand it. But anyways, Logan was sick. He was up all night coughing. He was going to stay home with my father-in-law. And my father-in-law was such an angel. And he's like, don't worry. Keep him here with me. We can hang low. I have to run a few errands and go to Walmart. I'm going to make dinner tonight. Like, he's so great. He's like, I'll go grab this stuff and I'll just bring Logie with me because Logan was okay. He just was coughing his head off and like under the, I couldn't send him to school like that. So I'm like, okay, thank you so much. That's such a big help. End of story. Then I was about to leave for work. Like I was grabbing my lunch bag, running out the door, saying my byes. And Logan's like, mommy, my throat really hurts. And I'm like, what? So I'm like, okay, let me look inside. So with my flashlight, I look inside his mouth. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's disgusting. And I'm like, okay, bud, I'll take you to the doctor after work. It's all good. But then I'm thinking, mad. he needs to go now. So my mom, guys, it takes a freaking village, okay? My mom was off that day. She lives in Bethany, but works at the salon that I'm currently at as well. And it's in Curtis. So I knew she was coming to the salon, but she didn't have clients. So I called her and I'm like, mom, is there any way you could take Logan to the walk-in? She's like, absolutely. No problem. I'll come get him now. Like, let me just get ready and I'll come. And I'm like, okay, perfect. So I told my father-in-law, my mom's going to come pick him up, take him to the doctors. He's like, okay, I'll just go do my errands when she grabs him then. I'm like, okay, cool. I go to work. Everything's fine. I'm about to start a client and I get a phone call from my husband. Rye calls the salon, which he never, ever calls the salon. And Leah, a girl that I work with, comes up to me and she's like, um, Rye's on the phone. I'm like, okay, like, why? <laughs> like, I was so confused. She's like, no, he said it's an emergency. And I'm like, what? So I go to the phone and he tells me that my father-in-law had a medical episode behind the wheel and got in a serious car accident. And I was just like, what? Like, Literally, I I actually don't really remember what happened for like 10 minutes. I think I was just like so frantic. And my clients 
again, I say this all the time, are the absolute freaking best. And they were just so amazing. And um, I was so grateful to be doing one in particular girl's hair at the time. I don't even think I told you. I don't remember hearing this either. Um, Amanda. I was doing Amanda's hair. Amanda Dorado. Oh, no way. Okay. Yeah. So she is like, I've been doing her hair for years and I've built a very close relationship with her and I was doing her hair and honestly, like, thank goodness I was doing her hair. But also at the same time, it really messed with my mind because she went through a really massive loss last year of her mom unexpectedly. All these things. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I was feeling guilty at the same time because it was almost like she was reliving that by me here getting that phone call from Rye about Russ. Did you like it seemed this way or you were you were worried to go back and tell her you had to go? No, she heard the whole conversation. Oh, so she, so was. she was right there and her foils were processing. I got her foils in. Thank goodness. And I was about to start another haircut as I was consulting with my client about what to do with her hair. I got the phone call and I just started bawling my eyes out to Peggy, who is one of my other clients. She's the sweetest lady in the whole entire world. And I said, my father-in-law just had a medical episode behind the wheel. And he, he actually, he crashed his car into a house. Like it was really, really bad. It wasn't like he just rear-ended someone. It wasn't like he, um, and I didn't know if I wanted to talk about this on here today. Cause I don't know if I'm crossing his personal, like, you know what I mean? But yeah, I think you're being very vague in your details. Yeah, though. I like think. he, if I can say anything about my, well, I could say so much about my father-in-law, but he is the most safe driver in the entire world. Like the best driver, mm-hmm. like it's, it's wild. So to hear that he got in a car accident was just absolutely mind blowing to me. But to hear that it was a medical episode, I'm like, well, what happened? Did he have a stroke? Did he have a heart attack? What was going on? And at this time, I'm bouncing all over the place with the story. I'm sorry. But at this time, we didn't even know if he was okay. Like we only heard from the paramedics that he was behind the wheel blacked out, crashed into a house, and they're on their way to the hospital. So I'm like, what the actual hell is happening? So Amanda, she's hearing this from me. She's like dropping everything she has. She had her laptop. She was doing work, dropped it all, came over, hugged me, grabbed me, looked at me in the eyes and was like, go. Do not worry about anything here. You go. And I'm like bawling. Oh my God, I'm getting teary-eyed. Yeah, it was a lot. And then as I'm driving to the hospital, I'm thinking of Amanda. I'm obviously thinking of Russ. So many things are going through my mind, but I'm just like, she's at the salon right now with a head of foils in her hair. And that's so triggering for her that I just got that phone call, you know? And one day, like, I would love for you guys to hear Amanda talk. She is so inspiring anyways, like regardless of losing her mom, but hearing her grieving story is like out of this world. So Megan, I would love to have her on here one day so she can talk about how she navigates that and whatever else. But that was really tough for me and it was almost like I was feeling guilty that that was happening in front of her and then I was not even knowing if my father-in-law was alive at that time and and oh yeah yeah it was a lot so we he's okay he is okay he's going to be okay he's in a lot of pain praise the lord that he lives with us like he lives with us so we are I doing my best to take care of him so is Ryan and my boys and we're all trying to be a big team and just help him out the best we can but it was really scary and another scary freaking part about it was Logan was supposed to be with him and the fact that he wasn't was like thank you universe yeah like thank you which is like such a weird thing like thank you universe but at the same time like it happened to Russ so it's just 
so it happened to Russ, but you know what? Like I was even saying to Russ in the hospital, he was so sad because his car is everything to him. (laughs) He loves his car so much. He is like the definition of that, like man who takes care of his car, you know, like my grandpa was the same way. Like, it's like, he's just so proud and does every oil change to date, takes care of the brakes, washes it all the time. Like, you know. And he just paid it off and he was just so proud and he doesn't work. He's retired. So like his, his like luxury is to just like go out for a drive and go to the store and get his tickets and grab little things here and there. So for that to be just ripped away from him, like right at his fingertips was just, it's so sad to see. It was devastating telling the boys, like my, my boys about it. They were just so sad and they hate seeing their papa like this, but moral of the story is he's going to be okay and he's still with us so we're so 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 grateful Mm -hmm. and like you said yes it did happen to him but like i was telling russ you could have hit a gas line on that person's house or something and it could have exploded like this could have been a trillion times worse yeah a trillion yeah like you're here the gentleman who lived in the house was so incredible like he was. Oh, was he, he was amazing. He okay, was upstairs so and he heard the crash. Like he felt it, ran downstairs. All he cared about is if Russ was okay. He didn't even care about his like house. He just wanted to make sure Russ was okay. He called 911. That's amazing. Yeah. And like Russ didn't even know. Like he didn't even know what was going on. And it was just so sad. It's so sad. And it just really reminded me this week that like things can happen to anyone in the blink of an eye <laughs> because I was with him all morning and he was so great and he was with my mom my mom picked up Logan and my mom was like oh my gosh he had a pep in his step today like he was doing he was so happy I said to her I felt the same way so it was just it was wild it was wild it was shook our family a lot it really just like whoo <laughs> you know yeah that relates what you were just saying there so much to a video that I saw re- this week and I was talking to you about it. Um, but it was a video of a man who was speaking about an argument that he got into with his wife. This sounds so far off topic from what you no, were just talking no, about, no, but it does come back. It does. It does. Just bear with us. <laughs> who was, yeah, speaking about an argument that he'd gotten into with his wife and how he was telling his coworker about it that day at work because he seemed like he was off. He wasn't his usual bubbly self, so his coworker asked him, like, man, what's going on? And he explained the argument that they'd gotten into the night before, and he said to his coworker, um, uh, it, it's it's fine, though. Like, I'll, I'll figure it out when I get home. I haven't even talked to her this morning, but, like, we'll sort it out when I get home from work tonight. And his coworker said to him, who told you that? And the guy's like, I, what do you mean? Who told me that? Like, that's just my plan. Like, I'm going to figure out with her when I get home. And his coworker says, but who told you you were going to make it home tonight? And like literally saying that out loud makes me like I'm going to break into tears. Like my voice is cracking and I can feel it. Yeah. Because it's so true. Like, oh, my God. Like you were with your father-in-law that entire morning. I know. And you just think like it's going to be like any other day. Like you're going to go out and you're going to have a a great day doing whatever it is that you want to do today. You're retired. You're going to drive around and whatever it is. Right. But then like. We all just think that it's not going to happen to us. Like exactly. my mom really instilled this in me when I was younger that like we never think it's going to be us. Like she really instilled that into me so that I would remember to be safe about things like wearing your seatbelt, 
like you're you're going on a short three minute drive like nobody ever thinks they're getting into a car Her accident so damn wise she's so wise she's like she so inc- oh. <laughs> she just says things that just hit me in the core where i'm like oh yeah she's like she was she's really good with her words like yes. she's really good at making you realize like she parented us in the way where she would make us understand why she felt this way and why she cared so much that we didn't do this or that we did do this not just like i'm the parent and i'm and telling you to do this doing. yeah exactly remind me what she says about accidents oh i was thinking about this one too um they're called accidents for a reason that's, that's right. just what she says yeah and it's it's so funny because I'm like, remind me what she says. Like, they're called accidents for a reason. And like, the nobody one time expects. Meg said that to me, she told me this a few years ago. I remember it. And I it like shot me in the gut. I was like, holy shit, you're right. No one plans an accident. Like, a- they're called accidents for a reason. She says something else about like an apology as well. Yes, the story. Yeah. I was just yeah, yeah, yeah. Say I'm this. trying to think of what this one is. Sorry. Um, she said. I think it's like something like you say sorry when you make a mistake. Yeah. And that sorry should never be followed by a but. That's that right. one's big to me that's, too. That's it's so because then you're contradicting your apology. Like if you're apologizing so you to somebody, you're completely owning up to whatever action it was, whatever happened. It should never be followed with a but. I'm sorry, but just like I'm sorry, period. That's it. If you're saying but, you don't mean you're sorry. Mm-hmm. So yeah, my mom is a super wise woman. <laughs> yeah, and I love it. It's it's trickled down with Meg, and she's told me some of her like wise words, and they've really stuck with me, and I love it. Yeah, she used to have us uh, when we would all eat dinner together at the table. We would all say our high and low of the day, which I also loved so much. Love high and low, and what a random act of kindness of the day was, which is so good because then we would go out and make sure that. We were doing some something. little something, holding the door for somebody or yeah. something like that. Like we were kids. It wasn't anything crazy, of course, but she is just so great. She's so great. Yeah, she has the best advice ever. Mm-hmm. Which is awesome because like I never felt uncomfortable coming to my mom with anything, anything That's like so to the important. point where TMI. But like I told my mom when I lost my virginity, like I felt comfortable coming to her about everything. And I think it's just because she like she just did it right. She. Yeah allowed us to like explore to drink to try things within certain limits like she would allow us to once we turn 16 have a glass of wine with them at dinner for special occasions like easter thanksgiving christmas and then she would let us go out and have some drinks with friends at a party in high school or something like that but would very much so make it evident that she hopes we're safe and she hopes we're responsible but what's most important is if you need to get home to call them yeah. So, like, they would make make it seem like, I hope that you're going to make the right decisions, but if you don't, it's okay, right? and we'll work it out kind of thing. Yeah. She just, Cheryl Hart did it right, just putting her full name on blast. <laughs> I know, and I, I love Cheryl Hart. She just, she's helped me even. Amanda Dorado, like, Cheryl Hart. We're just, we're just like, throwing everyone <laughs> Introducing our entire community. Hey, this it's okay. Here. It's okay. Have you ever, like, needed to call her to come home? Um, did you ever need to do that? No, because and the only reason I'm asking that and I believe she would follow through with her word 100 percent just on how you explain her and just the way she is and everything else. But I listened to a Mel Robbins podcast one time and it was about parenting and like her children and her family dynamic. And it was so wise what she said, like, if you're a parent and you say something similar to that, like, oh, if you I don't care if it's 3 a.m., but and you're drunk, I'd rather you call me than drive home. Right. You know, every parent says that. Oh, yeah. Not every parent means it. No. So what I mean by that is that kid or teenager 
is wasted or even a few drinks in call their parents at 3 a.m they come home and they freaking lose their shit on them mm. well that's not yeah. fair and they're never gonna they're call you again never, to come pick they you would up. rather drive a few drinks deep but then call you again yeah so that just um it, it stuck with me because she was like no you need to follow through with your word like you need to say if you call me at three in the morning i will never be mad at you you never be mad at them if they call you at three in the morning yeah Oh, you always have to follow through with yeah, your world for anything. World with your word, and your children are not an exception to the rule. Right. Like, it's the same with anything. Like, you want your children to trust in you. That's you it. want them to have confidence in you. That like, you have to follow through with your word. That's you say so you're going to do something. You have to. You have to do it. It's the same with yourself. You tell yourself you're going to do something. You have to do it. You, if you were to tell your boss you were going to do something, you would do it. Like, yeah, it's so true. And this was actually a tricky one this week too, with the accident and everything going on. My mom had the boys and she stayed with them and watched them until we got home from the hospital. And the boys knew something was up. Mm -hmm. They knew something was going on and they kept questioning her. And my mom was texting me saying, do you want me to say anything? My mom is also, she's so good like that. Like when something bad happens, she's just a comfort. Mm -hmm. She's just a full-blown comfort person to a stranger. It doesn't matter who you are. She'll make you feel better. So I wasn't concerned about her telling them that their papa was in a car accident. He's in the hospital. I was concerned of them being so worried sick because they didn't see him. Yeah. So I was like, that's not fair to you to put that on them. So I told her, just make something up right now. Mm -hmm. Make something up. We're not home for whatever reason. And it was one of the first things that they said when Papa was home and they saw him. They're like, Mommy, why did you not tell us? Why did Ma not tell us? They call my mom Ma. That's so interesting. Because yeah, they we were, were just, very concerned about it. We were just talking about this before, but I don't remember as a kid, being that aware of things. Oh, they're so aware. Yeah. And Logan, he's only six, but he put it all together. He's like, oh, so that's why daddy's car was at the salon. Oh, so that's why I was looking out the window for Papa and he was taking so long to get home. And oh, that's why I heard Ma say the word hospital on the phone. And I'm like, yeah. Like, it sucked to hear them know that I like, quote unquote, lied to them. But I just tried to explain to them. It wasn't mommy like, lying to you i was just trying to protect you until i was able to tell you the truth which was only a few hours later like yeah. i wasn't hiding that from you forever but i didn't think it was fair for my mom to have that burden of them like bawling like they were devastated mm -hmm. right so yeah tricky parenting's tricky oh i don't doubt it for a second but i do imagine that like most people listening with kids would have done the same thing yeah, yeah. like lincoln even sees my older son he sees a therapist every other wednesday which is just so incredible for him and it was the first thing he said to her that um because it was the same day right it was the day after oh the day after yep. sorry and he was like my papa got in a car accident yesterday and was telling her all about it and he was so sad and she was like you sound like you're really close to your papa like you have a really strong relationship with him and he, go he goes he's my favorite person he does so much for me only no but so that's sweet. another thing that we've talked about since this happening is that it's really opened your eyes oh, to yeah. how much he's he does for you on a day-to-day -day mm -hmm. basis. He does. And I've always known how much he's done for me, but when it's taken away, I'm like, oh, shit. You realize in the time, but it's times like this that make you grateful for it. Like, it turns That's into, true. like, every day, yeah. just, like, normal. Yeah, you're going to take the kids to school. Yep, you'll pick them up if they're yeah, sick. like, he, especially because he sick, lives sorry. with us. No, it's okay. <laughs> especially because he lives with us. It's so... It's at our fingertips. Mm -hmm. Like he and and Russ loves to do it. Like he loves those boys unconditionally. And he'll be like, 
I mean, I'll grab them from school, okay? I'll pick them up. Like, take your time. He's always like, oh, are you? do you need a little bit more time in the morning? Like, I'll just take them to school. Anything. Like, even if I go into work late, he's like, do you want me to take them? And I'm always like, no, 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 it's okay. I'll do it. But he just insists on always doing it. He'll wake up and go downstairs and make them breakfast. And, like, he, he even, like, goes in their room and gets their clothes out for them every day. That is so cute. Like, oh, yeah. He does so much for them. And now like a normal mom does I'm doing it It just sounds so ridiculous because I should be doing this every day but I'm like oh my goodness it's crazy but they recognize too that papa normally does this stuff for them so they would be thrown off also like mom thrown off I know it's not your job oh and like papa does everything perfectly okay like puts the perfect amount of butter on Logan's waffle Cuts the edges of Lincoln's waffle off because Lincoln doesn't like the this is crusty the edges ever. Why? And I'm have... just like, I'm sorry, Link, you're getting the crust, and yeah. Logan, you're getting whatever butter I'm giving you. <laughs> but yeah, Papa does it the best way, and I'm just like, oh my gosh, I can't, I can't keep up with Papa. He's just, he's got it over mm-hmm. me. That's it. But if anything, I hope he just feels so much love right now, though, like from all of you in this healing that he's going through yeah because you guys all appreciate him so much and it does turn into like every day and you don't want to be saying thank you for every single thing every day 50 times a day but like now that this has happened and you realize like how much and the boys too Mm -hmm. like i'm sure he's just feeling so much love yeah because you guys are being reminded of how grateful you are for everything yeah and even him seeing how devastated the boys were it was heartbreaking but it was like you can't go anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> like, you literally don't do this ever again. Okay. Yeah. Like, these boys because, need you. <laughs> yeah. And it was so funny. Well, not funny, but ironic that a few days before, Russ, like, snuck cheesies in his bed with Logan, like a little bowl. Like, Logan was just, like, hiding and eating these cheesies before bed. And I'm like, Logan, what would we do without Papa, huh? And he goes, Mommy, I would cry for the rest of my life. <laughs> it was just the cutest thing. But I'm like, oh, man. Logan is, yeah, not that that's funny, but like he's at an age where he says the funniest things right now. Oh my goodness. He took my phone the other day and sent Meg a video of him dancing without me knowing. Like he just wanted to show Meg. I wish I could attach it. One day we have videos. We'll be able to throw stuff like that in there. But Oh, it was hilarious. Um, But guys, Meg got her car. (gasps) Did I talk about how you didn't have a car? Yes. We've been talking about that for the past two episodes that you don't have a car. I finally got a car. And it's beautiful. beautiful. It drives. That's what's most important. Mm -hmm. Um, It has four wheels. I don't know if you guys remember, but one of them fell off of my last car. (laughs) So really freaking stoked and super happy about that. But yes, I finally, finally got my vehicle. Oh my goodness. What a quick turn up. But like how... Switch up. Yeah. But how crazy is it that like we don't realize how much freedom Mm -hmm. is so necessary in our world, you know? Yeah. And how, how much it can like just... It affected my mood so much. Oh, I bet. I was getting so... Because when my car broke down back in the middle of March, I was told that it... Well, first of all, I bought my car in January. But then my the car that I was driving while I was waiting for my new car... Hold on. You bought your new car in January. Yes, the new car in January. That's crazy. Isn't that wild? Yes. Have I not reminded you of that? I like knew you bought it a long time ago, but... And I remember you buying it. Oh, yeah. It was full on winter when I bought this vehicle. It was. Vehicle. Because you still went to LA at that time. Now I'm remembering we were at the gym together and you told me when we were, oh my gosh. Yeah, Anyways. A long time. Five months on. ago. Five months ago, I bought this vehicle. Wasn't thinking about it at all though because I had that other one. Like you guys knew it broke down in the middle of March. So 
like two and a half months later, still a decent amount of time. And I was told around two months that the car should be there. So yeah, when my car broke down, I reached out to the car salesman that I was dealing with and he let me know it would be there in two weeks. So I was super excited. Long story short, the car kept getting delayed. Um, and around the two month mark, uh, since my car broke, I just decided that I had to go start looking somewhere else. So I had, I say I bought a new car, quote unquote, but I was going to be leasing a new Hyundai Elantra, but I had to cancel it because it was taking way too long to come in. And then I ended up going out and buying from a used car dealership, a 2019 Jetta. Oh, and I love it. It's, it's so, so perfect. Yeah. It's a tints are amazing. Oh yeah. Like, it's, it's a nice beautiful. car. It only had like 35,000 kilometers on it, which is great. No, that's incredible. So good. A four-year-old car with only oh. that many kilometers. Like that's a Perfect. snip. That's a deal. I'm so happy that for you. Fr- I forgot that even happened. That is like such a happy thing. It's such a happy happen. thing. Yes. And I feel so much better and so much like more liberated because I have my freedom back. I can just like go out whenever I want now. I don't have to wait for Luke to get back with his truck. Isn't that awesome? That's <laughs> it's so the best. Awesome. It's the best. It's the best. Another exciting thing. <laughs> This is terrible. Chantel's like, I had like such a hard week and I'm just coming over here like, guys, guys. Okay, but you want to know what's amazing about Meg and I's friendship is so many things, but. Everything. Literally (laughs) everything. But it's like I was having a really, really rough week, but, and I'm not going to get like all like romantic and gushy over here, but (laughs) having Meg there to just like lean on and vent to and just like. Literally, as soon as I heard that Russ got in the accident, I texted Meg. Like, mm-hmm. I don't even know what I just think I said, Meg. Russ had a medical episode in a car, smashed into a house. Like, what? Well, I don't. Even, I'm on my way to the hospital. Like, and she is just instantly there, and instantly like reminding me that it's going to be okay, no matter what. Mm-hmm. And I love that these exciting things and are happening with Meg right now because it feels like they're happening to me too. Like, I'm just so fucking proud of her i was gonna say freaking but like honestly no <laughs> it's so worth adorable. swearing for this moment because like just watching her grow is my favorite thing in the whole entire freaking world i love it don't we freaking cry no. what the heck <laughs> i'm so proud of you and i know you can't like talk too much about what's going on but not yet big things <laughs> and i'm so proud of you. um but before i i go very briefly over that because there isn't too much that i can say yet but about our friendship like you I had like a week of some pretty great highs and you had a week of some like pretty low lows but we I feel like I don't know like the friendship I have with Chantel is like a friendship I've never experienced before and like I tell her all the time like it's like if I will never have a, a another relationship like this again like no, I need never. to keep her around <laughs> forever because it's not a relationship that, like, my partner can fulfill. Like, mm-hmm. the friendship that I have in Chantel is, like, nothing I've ever experienced before. Like, I just hope. Oh, my God. I love you so much. It's I just insane. hope and I pray that everyone finds a friendship like this. Like, it's to wild. Be, like, I receive full unconditional love from you. Like, yeah. I know. I mean it when I say if I killed somebody I and I could text Chantel and say, like, I do not want to tell anybody help me hide this body. Yeah. And she would say, like, okay, let's do it. Like, without a doubt. With, like. Oh, my God. I just know there's nothing that I could do that would ever make you bat an eye at me. Like, you would just accept me for anything. And same with me. Like, oh, yeah, we've we've been through some shit the past few months and we've proved to each other that we'll Mm -hmm. just be there no matter what, you know. Mm -hmm. And I think it's because, like, 
no matter what happens, like you've been nothing but a phenomenal friend to me. So like, that's always the only thing that I'm ever going to see you as like a hundred percent. Like I don't see you any differently yeah. at all. I never will. Mm-hmm. Like, even if you did something that's <laughs> just so like having a mush sesh. I know. I said without this getting gushy and romantic y. And then I we're started all like, it. it was I my love fault. you so much. <laughs> but, like, seriously, like, if you don't have friends that you, I mean, maybe it's not your thing. You don't have to be mushy gushy, but like, no, not you, at all. Some people are probably like, what the fuck? If, but I highly encourage it. That's what I was going to say is that, like, I too. I so strongly encourage you talking to your friends the way that like Chantal and I are talking to each other and this is not a podcast conversation like we tell each other this every single day how much we love each other and and how grateful we are and how like this is like oh yeah I think we think that we're like literally in love the way that we talk about our no 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 it's true and I was (laughs) going to say that if someone could hear our voice notes they would probably be like uh so are you guys doing what's up wedding what's (laughs) happening here but I truly believe okay I read a book one time and it opened my eyes a little bit about relationships, not just like dating relationships, any relationship in your life. That goes for like a relationship with your parents, a a friendship, a partner, whatever. Okay. A spouse, anything. And it was just like, there's so many different types of love that can be given and received. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm talking about with friendships right now. You don't have to like put up a barrier of how much you love a friend because you're with someone, like dating someone. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not saying date your friend. Am I making sense? Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying this and I'm sound I feel like I'm sounding crazy. I totally know what you're saying because like we we just did it. We were we, like, well, exactly you would think it. that we love each other. Like we're defending ourselves because we're expressing yeah. so much but like I do love the shit out of you. And I will never my life will never be without you. Oh my god, truly. Plain never. And simple. Never. <laughs> and I'm married and you're with a very like Luke you're going to marry him yeah so. absolutely yeah <laughs> I just but put it's that just like going to marry him I didn't even know a friendship like this was possible like no I didn't either but needless to say I'm just so beyond grateful to have Meg in my life and we end every single voice note saying I love you so much and I miss you and I can't wait to squeeze you like we don't just save this for you guys like we truly say it all the time and like more voice notes than not start with hi this friend like which oh my gosh this is probably sounding so annoying to anybody listening but to the point where like luke will come home from work and he'll be like so how many high best friends did you get today i know right we'll be like <laughs> if he hasn't heard me voice note in a little bit he's like why haven't i heard you say hi best friend in a while i'm like i know meg's in vegas that was when you were in vegas i'm like meg's vegas also no high best friend for four days <laughs> i know okay so let's go back to how we started that lovey-dovey session of how proud I am of you and all of that. And because you have Oh my god. So many exciting things coming. Well, one right now. But that means there's more exciting yeah, things. Exactly. Like they're all trickling down. Things are coming. And anyways, yeah, like I said, I can't say too much about it, but I signed a contract for my first partnership. Oh my god. For anybody that doesn't know, I haven't talked about it on here and I won't say too much about it because it's something totally different. But I, I have a fitness Instagram. Which is blowing up, by the way. (laughs) Uh, But I just like post a bunch of fitness content on there and pretty much just like short versions of what we talk about here. Like just the way I describe it is like I create content just to be able to write a caption. Like I go ham in my captions. I pour my heart and soul into them and just like it's like a little diary or mini blog. And they are incredible. Thanks. They're so incredible. (laughs) And yeah, I had a company reach out to me and ask to hop on a call to talk more about me and talk about them. And 
long story short, I signed a contract with them and so I'm going to be an you. athlete for their brand. You are an athlete for their I haven't been able to announce it yet, but I will be when I, when I do. And then maybe there's not too much else to say about I it. I think on our like... next episode, you'll be able to announce it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's the gist of it, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> so exciting. I'm so proud of you. I love you so damn much. Oh, my gosh. Best. No, you guys are going to be so pumped, too. You guys are all going to be interested in all, like, this 100%. So I just can't <laughs> wait for you guys to hear. But um, that was literally, like, the moral of today's episode was just my crappy week. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, it was just, you know, find the, find the positive in your shitty times, honestly. Mm-hmm. There always is light out there. So just keep looking for it, honestly. Even when you feel like you're crumbling, like this week, yep, I'm crumbling. But we're we're going to get through. Yep. I have a really, really exciting weekend ahead of me. Um, mm-hmm. I do. And, you know, we're doing, my mom and I are doing our 10K on Sunday for Mother's Day for a campfire circle. So that's going to be really empowering. And you know what? It's all, it's all good. It's all good. And next week is a new week. I mean, every day is a new day, but... Next yeah, and I, I just, I know I just said let's wrap it up, but I'm so thankful for this podcast too because knowing that we were going to record today left me excited for something. Mm-hmm. You know, like going through so many crappy times this week, I was like, it feels like I'm speaking to everybody before even posting it on Monday, but I do get excited for that. Yeah. This is my why. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. This is our why. This is our why. So thanks to you guys because that kept me going this week. But um, we love you. We're thankful for you. Super very thankful. <laughs> and um, if you want to chat with us or ask us any questions or you have any like input at all, you can find us on Instagram at Mind to Muscle Podcast. And we'll chat with you in a few weeks. We will catch you in two more weeks, guys. Thanks for being here. Bye.